Good to be back on Truth Bombs. Happy weekend. I'm joined again by sportscaster Lauren Leal. Hey, what's going on? And you know what? We deserve a cheers because my girl is Facebook official. Oh my gosh, <laughs> with my new man. It's great, guys. I've been making single jokes forever. Uh, but we'll get into dating later because uh, experts say that Jill Biden's dating or her texting techniques with her man, a.k.a. Joe Biden, are not a good thing. So uh, oh. the relationship issues, we'll talk about how uh, Jill Biden and Joe Biden's relationship issues, uh, as well as a woman who stopped a would-be mass shooter with a gun. Why isn't this big national news? And... Uh, we've got a lot of updates in regards to uh, the illness. You know, Joe Biden was uh, projecting there'd be 100,000 new cases of the illness this fall. Well, the CDC says if, if you treat it with their uh, the, the White House's chosen drug, Paxlovid, you may have a rebound of the illness. Um and there's a sports update. What's going on? That's right. LeBron James, first active NBA player to be, guess what, a billionaire. So we've player, we've seen players go on after their playing careers, whether it be NFL, uh, NBA, or MLB, maybe some soccer leaguers like um, – Oh, fixing this. Okay, yeah. So uh, there have been some other guys that have gone on to become, become billionaires, like Michael Jordan and the late Kobe Bryant, but they haven't done it after retirement. Jake, LeBron James is still playing, even though he didn't make it to the postseason this year. I can't wait to hear how he grew his money because I'm trying to grow my money. I, I think everyone's just trying to keep their money from shrinking under the Biden administration right now. Mm. But uh, I, <laughs> so before we get into all of these headlines, shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. So crime in LA is the worst it's been in decades. Many residents are frightened for their safety. New reports reveal a record 41% of LA residents are extremely worried about the crime happening in their area. And they have a right to be concerned in just 2021 alone homicides increased by a shocking 12%. That isn't just an LA problem. It's a national plague. Violent crimes like murder and robbery are spiking across the country. Unfortunately, many cities like Los Angeles and New York don't let residents carry guns. But luckily, there's an alternative that many say is just as effective, introducing the fighter flare flashlight, my personal fave flashlight. It's a tactical multi-tool Ultra bright flashlight designed for self-defense. Anyone uh, uh, from an experienced veteran to a 95 year old grandma can use this flashlight. Um, ultra bright strobe to defend themselves from criminals in, in highly, high, uh, it's highly rated uh, by self-defense experts for a reason. And gadget geeks will love it too. I mean, this ga- uh, glass breaker, rope cutter, solar charging, I used it at the border uh, when I was doing um, immigration coverage. It's also got a compass on the bottom, so super cool. Great for Father's Day. So give Dad the gift of uh, the night protection this Father's Day. Click the link down in my description or go to www.fighterflareflashlight.com. Then enter the coupon code FATHER20 for an extra 20% off during checkout. The code Father 20 at the link down below. Your dad is going to love this thing. It's got all kinds of settings. Really cool. That's really cool. And I yeah. feel like it's heavy enough, too, if someone were close to you. Just... Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like a rough, tough, heavy-duty uh, flashlight. Talk about L.A. I feel like L.A., the crime is going up. Like, it's going to be the new Chicago or something. So much crime, including these spurts of mass shootings, which which we're going to get into the issue of the gun control. And we, we're here in Texas where Uvalde, have, uh, Uvalde shooting happened. But look at this one you may not have heard of. Armed woman kills man with uh, a man who fired rifle in a crowd at West Virginia birthday party. It says here a woman in West Virginia fatally shot a man who began firing an AR-15 style rifle into a crowd of people that had gathered for a party, authorities said. Dennis Butler, 37, was killed Wednesday night after he pulled out the rifle and began shooting at dozens of people attending the birthday slash graduation party outside an apartment complex in Charleston, police said in a statement. The woman who was attending the party 
drew a pistol and fired, killing Butler. The statement said no one in the party was injured. Uh, the chief of uh, detectives said, quote, instead of running from the threat, she engaged with the threat and saved several lives last night. So here we have another attempted mass shooting. And it was an armed good person who took down the shooter and saved everyone. I feel like, you know, this isn't being covered across national news because it's using guns in a good way for protection. The media and, and the larger the larger scale of media just say that guns are for bad. Guns are the problem. But clearly this lady had her in her gut feeling to say, hey, you know what? I have a gun. I need to take action. Let me do it. Thank you for people like you. Thank you for people who have the guts to do stuff like that. And it's just unfortunate that another party uh, or, you know, at a birthday party, this had to happen. Another shooting. I'm just wondering why all of a sudden there are all of these shootings. Well, you know, it's like the evolution of video games and movies with crime in it Mm -hmm. and suspense and, and, you know, those type of films. It's like, okay, people wonder, how would anyone have these crazy thoughts to go shoot up somewhere or do something? But yet there's video games and stuff out there that kind of project that onto you. And I'm not saying video games are like to be blamed, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of influence. Okay. There's a lot of influence, sadly. I think the media is a huge thing that, that teaches people, hey, this is how one guy killed a lot of people. If you want to be the next copycat, I just really feel like the more the media covers this, the more copycats there are. I love how your accent just came out there. Yes. What region? Copycat. (laughs) Copycat from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I grew up in Wisconsin. Sometimes I get like a New York Philly accent coming up when I lived in New York. You say coffee? um, Yeah. No, I say coffee all the time. And uh, now... That I'm dating a Texas man, I'm developing a Texas accent. So. Welcome to the South. <laughs> okay, so there's a lot of different things to uh, blame, and you guys have told me you. A lot of my viewers have been like, "This is MK Ultra government programming of people to shoot others." Who knows what it is? But what if it's pharmaceuticals? You guys, look at this headline: Guardian.com. Young people on antidepressants more prone to violence. Study finds. Prozac and Ciroxat may also make 15 to 24-year-olds more likely to be involved in nonviolent crime and have alcohol problems. So uh, antidepressants can make you violent and a nonviolent criminal. So you're not depressed anymore, but you're just <laughs> using your rage in a different way, right? You're trading one problem for another. And we laugh about it. It's not funny, but at the same time, it's like you. you, you it's pharma, I. I man. just don't. Pharma. I don't see the media talking about this uh, because, as you know, every commercial break is some sort of pharmaceutical. They're in bed with big pharma, so they're not going to shout out the fact that pharmaceuticals screw you up in so many ways to for it to be a pharmaceutical it has to have side effects otherwise it's just a supplement i was gonna say do you exactly exactly uh vitamin supplements what we take we like to be holistic right do you go to the doctor much no i quit going to the doctor actually i used to i used to go for like annual checkup i was just supposed to have an annual checkup this week it came up on my calendar and i was like why am i why am I going to the doctor? I don't I, think, need, I literally canceled it. <laughs> I mean, it's like screw big medicine. I understand, like, you know, you want to make sure everything's okay with like your organs and what's processing right, what's not, get your physical done. But I'm saying, like, when you're sick and you can, I don't know, heal yourself through different herbs as far as um natural herbs, not not the formulated ones, but you do it right don't do the herb kids <laughs> that just came out so wrong everything that I was about to say no i'm meaning like kombucha all of the uh that's what we're drinking guys because i i don't drink and she rarely does but um you know i go get juices whenever i'm sick i take lemon ginger shots whenever i'm sick i'll do yeah. all of the holistic things that i can before going into the doctor and like okay i need an antibiotic 
Right. I'm the same way, you guys. Are you the same way? I I am. I am all about holistic. And when I got the new illness last fall, apparently I, or it was late summer. Apparently I got the bad one, the um, uh, Delta. Delta. That tough See, and I thought the Delta was a lighter one. Oh, it was supposed to be a doozy. And it and it was. I it all went to my head. My brain felt like it was about to explode. My lungs Ugh. were my lungs were just fine, but those spike proteins were trying to penetrate my blood brain barrier. So I was drinking green drinks every day. I was going running every day while I was doing the illness and or when I had the illness. And then next thing I knew, I was better. Uh wow. But, you know, speaking of the illness, cases are on the rise in Houston, where we are, uh, a big jump, I guess. Uh, Houston uh, cases are on the rise while hospitalizations remain low. So Dr. Joseph Verone, who is the doc who was prescribing the medicine. The dog. The, the doc. The, the doc. doc. Who was <laughs> like, he's this cool cat. He's this yeah. dog. I'm like, is the he dog is. a new term? Well, he's the Houston doctor who basically got me fired from Fox because Fox sent me to cover him thinking he would stick with the narrative, but he did not stick with the narrative. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm using this drug. We're not supposed to name and that drug we're not supposed to name. And he was at incorporating holistic. He was doing IV drip uh, to help heal uh, uh, with a vitamin C IV drip, melatonin IV drip, vitamin D IV drip in addition to those big, bad uh, drugs that we can't name on YouTube. See, these things that are on Earth that we can use. Yeah. <laughs> Vitamin C. So It's natural. Right. He did. So he was incorporated everything at his, the death rate at his hospital was a quarter that of other hospitals. And when I found out that's what Fox was trying to suppress, I was just like sick in the stomach. I started crying. I was like, I work for a corporation who's hiding cures. Like this guy is freaking a quarter. Uh, so other hospitals have four times the death rate of his hospital. And Fox is going to punish me uh, for uh, letting people know what, what they do. How to survive. Um, so that's when I left Fox. That's when I called out the corruption. Anyway, uh, short, long story short, uh, I'm saying all this because he, he just posted on Facebook uh, yesterday that he, he has testing at his he has several different hospital locations, uh, testing locations here for the illness. And he said that last month, only 2% of those in Houston who tested for the illness tested positive. Well, just this month, it's 20% of the people who are testing positive versus mm-hmm. 2% last month. So there's a big jump in the illness right now in Houston. My but- question is, how are they testing them? Um, well, Fox actually forced me to go get tested, um, at his place that Fox would make me get these tests and, uh, they, the they would jab, yeah, they jabbed the thing way down your nose. I had to do that. I was in Mexico last week. And of course, you know, they still have the mask mandate going on. I had to, I had to wear the freaking mask to go to Cabo. Yes. Mexico has been accused of being reckless. Oh no. They made us wear the mask. We still did the COVID, uh, you know, test in order to get back into the U S but in addition to all of that that you just said, um, I mean, you Fox didn't like this interview with the doctor. They didn't like the interview that you had with the lady from Africa, right? Yeah, the African Houston doctor um, who was they, saying she well, saved they just, lives. They with sent that me to they sent me to cover her as well, and she they, they didn't like that I didn't bash her enough. They wanted me to smear her talk about religion like oh her african religion believes in demons and stuff and they were trying to change my script 15 minutes before air to make me smear her more african demons yeah i was like what are are you guys because they saw the other media doing it and all the media has to stay in lockstep so fox was like ivory you got to get with the national narrative that this lady is a religious kook and i was like excuse me are we covering religion or are we covering like Viruses. First off, that was 2020. It's 2022. Things have changed. However, we've progressed as a society to where I thought everybody was accepting every religion. Right. Christianity, Buddhism, um, Hinduism, uh, you it's name like, it. Sh- everything's sh- accepted. So first off, why would that even be a narrative to the national media that she's a religious crazy person? 
I don't know, but I that mean, no maybe, you know, next time they, it's all about love. Next in. time Fauci says something about this pandemic, we should throw in that he has a kooky idea that people are going to die in a lake of burn in a lake of fire forever because he's a Catholic. Uh, Wait, that's he, what he believes. Well, that's what Christians believe that when you die as a sinner, you go into a lake of fire and it's I'm called a Christian hell. And I've never heard that. Before. It's called hell. Oh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> You're saying they're burning in a lake of fire, and That's I'm like, what they say. so I'm just saying. I've the never way heard of you, a lake. I it's like a lake, the lake of fire. So I don't like it's the, the lake wording of fire. that you can make someone sound kooky, and and for some reason they wanted to interject her religion to discredit the fact that she was saving lives. I can't. And I'm so freaking sick of, of the corruption. Uh, but my point with that article I had up. So anyway, there is so. Illnesses are on the rise, but only 300 people with the illness in Houston are hospitalized. And what do we have? Uh, over 3 million people in our metro area, but only 300 with the illness are hospitalized right now. So. Can I give you my opinion on it? Yeah. Um, I think that we're getting closer to midterms and they're trying to capture everybody's attention again to watch the news because this is what they're pouring mm. into the news and it's propaganda. That's just my personal take. Yeah, but I, I I do have a question though, Ivory. What happened to the the, the monkey pox? It came in really hot, and now it's gone. <laughs> well, now you know, gone. I think that people this didn't is, believe it. Throughout the 21st century, we have seen um, hype about various illnesses such as monkey pox. Um, uh, whether you know it's H1N1 or whatever you know uh it it wasn't there a thing about like oh you're gonna catch mad cow disease too like there's always something crazy um sensational disease (laughs) and then it's like that doesn't sound attractive you know and then it's just not contagious so this one in 2020 was the first one that it like the media's dream came true and it really did um you know well i was just thinking like people were not believing the monkeypox as strong as like they should have. So they just like completely killed that. Okay. Let's bring COVID back. <laughs> um, I'm, I, I have these conspiracy guys, but like, I feel like I have a right to believe them after all the craziness that has happened in the past two years. Conspiracy theories keep coming true. Exactly. Uh, the federal government, um, as reported by the Associated Press this week, just corroborated the conspiracy theories about that uh, machine where you cast ballots I can't talk about this stuff on YouTube, but I, I touched on it yesterday. So, you know, um, Trump's lawyers were hyping this up after the 2020 election. And um, everyone called them conspiracy theorists and they were ripped apart, destroyed and sued by the machine company. Now a federal agency, CISA, is confirming that's the cyber agency under the Biden administration is saying, yeah, Hackers can literally go in and flip. Isn't I can't it funny how they around. defend something and then we'll come out and say, you know what? Actually, this did happen. Just kidding. It wasn't a conspiracy theory. So anyway, this whole gobbledygook about like, don't, don't you be having conspiracy theories now? I'm like, that is BS. I don't want you to think. Have you noticed lyrics and songs are so basic these days? They don't want you to think about anything. I know, girl. I know. Um, so I got, what we got share. next, girl. Oh, so did this share? Oh, it didn't share. I was just about to bring something on the screen here. All right, let's do so it. So this is uh, Biden's chosen drug for treating illness, um, and now there's a bad side effect from it. You'll actually get what you were treating. <laughs> CBS News reports CDC warns of uh, the illness rebound after taking Paxlovid, but says drug still beneficial. So this is the the drug that like as soon as it came out before people had even tried it basically Biden was already dedicating uh heap loads of our tax dollars or rather the feds printed money to buy these treatments. Okay? Look. Socialized medicine. Look, I I see this just as a repeat they came out with the shot, the, the needle in the arm. Right. They came out with the needle in the arm and people still got COVID. 
and made people even more get the virus, the illness. Sorry, um, <laughs> gotta use these keywords. Um, it made people get the illness, uh, regardless if they got you know the needle in the arm. This is the same thing. You're just taking it in a different manner. You're taking it uh, orally, and uh, they're still saying that you can get the illness. So. It's just big pharma making more money. But then, so. like you said, Biden putting more money to put this out there. What are, what are they trying to do? What is the bigger picture? I always try to ask that myself with every new slice of information that comes out, whether it be a new device like this, new information that comes out about the Paxlovid. What's right. the bigger picture? Well, clearly, uh, our president is in bed with Big Pharma, and the free market has been thrown by the wayside. Now, free market economics is what made America great, um, and the more and more our country is turned into a social state by our dictator choosing, you know, what's going to go in our bodies and choosing this or that, even choosing um, whether parents are going to get. Um, baby food or whether his, or whether his federal agency, the FDA is going to shut down the baby food maker for some vague reason. It's like, what sort of society are we now? We're not a free market capitalist society anymore. By the way, when all this baby formula went disappearing, isn't it ironic that Roe versus Wade was popular and it was a topic? Not popular, but it was going like, you know, the votes were going towards it for state by state versus federal. That's interesting. Baby formula wasn't to be found whenever the media was pushing, you know, you you have a right to abortion. Basically, don't bother having a kid. It's so hard to feed them. (laughs) I didn't think of that, girl. That's deep. That is- like I said, my conspiracy theory, I have one thing that will lead to another that will lead to another. Some of it's true. Some of it's, you know, take it for what it is. Take it for what it is. Wow. Um, in uh, other news, so by by the end of this month, our federal government is planning on approving the needle for kids under five or, or authorizing it. Um, so Do kids under five get the flu shot? Um, they're supposed to. Yeah, they're supposed to. Everyone is. I've never gone. But but it's the flu is advised. way so the flu is way more of a threat to these young kids than this new illness. It's been widely reported that the younger you are, the more this illness doesn't even affect you. But then old people argue, yeah, but the kids are little super spreaders of it. Um, because they, they're the silent carriers and then they infect a grandma and then she gets sick. But also new research has found that this needle does not prevent you from catching and transmitting the illness. So really, why is anyone going to give this needle to their kid when side effects have been pretty bad? I, 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 I can't talk about this. I shouldn't even said the word side effects on YouTube. Uh, they might deplatform me, but I'm, I'm always on the hairy edge of YouTube deleting me. So maybe we should just move on to something else YouTube doesn't like. <laughs> Urgent warning for women under 40. <laughs> After sharp like truth bombs. Let's just be real. YouTube does not like the we're, truth. We're, it's too many truth bombs in one show. Um, urgent warning. So for women under 40, there is a sharp rise in a sudden killer. Dun, 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 dun. It is the blood clot. Now, what on earth could cause a woman under 40? to have a freaking blood clot. Let's scratch our heads and think here. That's actually close to my heart. Go ahead. Well, women under 40, it says, according to New York Post, are increasingly dying of a sudden killer. Uh, a campaigner has warned blood clots can occur in people of any age and strike those who are seemingly fit and healthy. Data from Scotland show an unusual spike in the rates of deaths caused by blood clots in the past five years. The information was requested by Gordon Macpherson, a dad from Renfrewshire, whose daughter died of a deep vein thrombosis at the age of 23. There were a total of 73 deaths under 40 years old women between 2012 and 2006, where a blood clot was the underlying cause. 
2002. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. And then this rose to 81 in the five years leading up to the pandemic. So it's, it was a slow increase out of Scotland. Now, after hate, you know, Haley Bieber, Justin Bieber's wife had a blood clot and um, her doctor said it was due to birth control. And apparently birth control is a big cause of blood clots. Turns out a lot of medicines are, are causing blood clots, including da 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 dun the new needle. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I, I've heard that and I've I've seen like statistics show that they have caused it a lot. And sadly, the thing is about blood clots too, um, like we talk about holistically, if you exercise and not even like lift weights or anything, you'll most likely if you're in fit shape, prone to not get a blood clot because blood clots are caused for sitting down for multiple hours at a time. If you're a video gamer, if you are working, if you're cramming, hmm. um, a lot of studies show that. And I know this personally, like I said, it kind of hits my heart because my uncle, um, he used to get a lot of these and he's a big video gamer. And so they would just give him medicine that basically thins his blood so he doesn't get these blood clots. Oh, blood thinning medicine at all, all the pharmaceuticals. I don't know. I don't know you guys, but what I do know is I've seen people's blood under the microscope. All of the alternative media has been uh, reporting this. After you get the needle, your blood under the microscope, the little red blood cells are all just piled up like uh, dishes, like plates. Um, They're all clotted up together. And then you compare it to uh, someone's blood or even their blood before the, the needle, after the needle, and the red blood cells are floating around separately. But after the needle, they all stick together. So what is going on? So, and I've heard, so whenever you do get the needle in the arm, that it increases your red blood cell count. Is that not true? It's just more so stacking up together. Um, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen the research on on increase. I haven't either. I've just heard that. But um, heart issues. There's now an official heart heart attack warning. Heart attack warning. Um, after you get the needle, it's officially on the FDA approved needle now. So, um. Let's move on to sports, Lauren. What is going on? LeBron James is a billionaire. (laughs) That's right. So LeBron James of the Lakers, uh, if you follow sports, you know him. Oh, he's with the Lakers He's not just in sports. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Girl, I'm so far behind. I thought he was Cleveland still. I'm so far behind. (laughs) (laughs) He came to the Lakers 2020 bubble season because of COVID and won the championship there. So it was like, woo, LeBron came. But then they had this like max team of talent. And I mean, we can go on and on about the Lakers and how awful they've been like with Russell Westbrook, who they just got back again for another season. But I mean, LeBron started out in Cleveland, went to the heat, went to Cleveland, went to LA. The reason why everybody says that he's gone to LA, which this kind of proves the point to make a lot of money to Mm. be in entertainment. Now it just came out like two days ago. LeBron is the first active NBA player to be a billionaire, a billionaire. And uh, we have listed the reason why and where the investments go from. So um, we have about $300 million from the Spring Hill Company. That's his entertainment business. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is all outside of basketball, by the way. And then as you keep scrolling down, you got Fenway Sports Group, $90 million because you know how he is an, a part owner of Fenway Park. Liverpool FC, which is the Premier League uh, for soccer. And this is all coming from Forbes, by the way. And then real estate. We talk about real estate, girlfriend. $80 million in real estate. And he has a pizza chain? Blaze Pizza. You heard of that? I have. It's just like Mod Pizza. Wow. Where you go and make your own kind of pizza. But look, I was going to ask you, you know, some of his miscellaneous costs or uh, things come from as well. And one of them is a pretty big one. 
uh, I was hosting a sports show the other day and I asked him, I was like, okay, guess what is something that is huge right now that he's invested in that is all over the country and you probably use it like once a weekend. Uber. <laughs> Just like that. Lyft. Oh he invested in Lyft. What? Oh yes. my gosh. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So LeBron, uh, smoking hot as far as the dollar signs go. He's 38 years old. Are you going to win another championship? They're saying if wow. Steph Curry wins this championship and then another one, he goes above LeBron. But, you know, as we saw in game one, that the Celtics won. Anyways, I'm getting too sporty for you. But, wow. Um, wow. Well, thank you, girl. Yeah. Filling my cup up and drinking my sorrows away. You guys. I have a billion dollars. So. Or a million dollars. <laughs> serious. Or close to it. Right, guys, I'm trying to get on uh, LeBron's level in regards to money. a little far off. But let me tell you, real estate is a great way if you don't have wealth to build wealth because mm-hmm. you can buy a very expensive house that you, you never actually pay for that house. You resell it for even more and you never put all the money into the house and you get a bunch more back because it always increases. The value of yeah, real places. estate, especially in hot states like Texas, where we are, everyone's moving to Texas, Florida, etc. Even Arizona, property value is already so inflated in these states, but it's projected. My realtor's like, dude, I don't see an end in sight, honestly. Um, you know, it might lull out a little bit, but keep going. Um, so if you buy, for instance, if you bought a house in 2020. You made a 5% down payment on that house. Um, I'm bad at math. Like a $200,000 house. That's why we got calculators, baby. $200,000 house, a 5% down payment. Um, you're only putting in a fraction. 400000 Of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's above, so I don't know how that happened. So I was... I was inspired to buy a house in 2020. I had never owned property before. I bought I a was house. With you. That's right. You, you looked at the you looked at the house I bought. Yeah. So I bought I this house for two hundred thousand. It's already grown in two years. It's grown in value. Just sitting there, no updates. I did not renovate this thing. It's grown in value by a hundred thousand. So I just made a hundred thousand dollars just sitting around on a house now I can resell. Here's the thing. All, all I ever paid was that initial down payment and some little payments every month. Now I resell it and cash out, which I'm, I'm still just going to hold on to it. Uh, but that is how you can take a little bit of money and grow your money a ton. So I believe in real estate. Absolutely. I mean, you did it firsthand and that is brave. It's a risk, right? You just got to risk it. It was inspired by my cheating ex, actually. He decided to invest in real estate. He was, when I was dating him, he was all about real estate. And for his like 32nd birthday, he bought two houses. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And so shortly after I broke up with him, I scrounged up my money and bought a house. Best decision ever, you guys. Very good. Uh, now, I, I did have a question about like, you talked about you let it sit there. You have people live in it. Right. Oh yeah. So I, I lived in it and then I rented it out. Now it's rented out. So yeah, that's the thing. If you buy one and rent it out, you're not, you're actually making passive income from the renter and it's growing in value. So it's just win, 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 win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you just got to save up that initial chunk of money for the down payment. And then after that, boom, sky's the limit. (laughs) So I need to do that. I'm yeah, a little scared, but I need to do it. Apparently, like we said, LeBron James, $80 million is coming from his real estate properties. Good for him. So many athletes <sighs> just uh, throw away their money. So, you know, they don't know what to do with all that money. So good for him for growing that money. I know you guys are throwing hate at him in the comments because of his politics. Um, yeah, he's a little crazy with his politics, but... Never said I agree with his politics. <laughs> oh, guys, check this out. So New York City is uh, telling junkies, don't be ashamed to get high. Fentanyl 
huge killer of Americans. Now there are billboards up in New York. This is this this chick right here. This is like a billboard on a bus stop. Uh, in it's like the bus stops throughout New York City. It says, "quote Don't be ashamed. You're using. Be empowered that you are using safely." And then it says, "What is fentanyl?" Uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, are you saying, are, are you saying it's cool to do fentanyl? Like, what are you saying here? They do say here, why is it dangerous and prevent overdoses? So they're saying just do it, but be careful not to get an overdose. Like what's going on here? They're literally putting it in your face and dangling it in your face, but saying, Hey, these are the repercussions and this is how to be safe with it. Yeah, so that's controversial. Um, I mean, saying that something deadly um, can, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed. I, I, I don't be ashamed about every, anything, but just, like, be aware that this is a huge killer of Americans. I mean, I agree. A shot or the, the needle in the arm <laughs> has killed people, but don't be ashamed because it's saving lives. Remember? Yeah. So, kind of <laughs> saying the same thing here, right? Doctors still prescribe opioids for back pain. And even though opioids are insanely addictive, they rip people's lives apart. People I know have had their family's lives ripped apart because someone in the family had back pain. And the next thing you know, they're a giant junkie. Um, I don't know why it's pharma making money. Simply. It's pharma making money. I think this pandemic has been such an eye opener to people to just, like take a step back from this media repetitive programming of like, Oh, big pharma is wonderful. Whatever your doctor says is perfect. Trust the FDA. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's snapping out of that hypnosis. A lot of people are, some are still in it, but I think I, this week I just freaking canceled my doctor visit. I was like, why am I going to the doctor? Screw the doctor. Like you're fine right now until yeah. something arises where you desperately need to go. Then and, you go. Cause the last time I went, like, I don't need, I'm a healthy person. I don't need to go to the doctor. Last time I went, the doctor was like looking me over and I'm like perfect health. And then she like finds like a mole. She literally found a mole right here. She picks a spot where I can't see. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that mole looks funny you need to come back and get it checked out. And I was like, dude, it looks like the rest of my moles. You are so freaking manipulative. Well, because I know like skin cancer can show up in moles, but like it sounds like she was really trying to dig to find something. <laughs> exactly. To make that money. How can we get this girl back in our office? Exactly. That's what they will say about, I mean, that's what they'll do with pet visits too. Oh, your dog. Your dog. Could be happy and chipper running around in the backyard like crazy. But you know what? It's been six months. I think we need to bring them back in. Exactly. Okay. So let's talk about fexting. It's a term that Jill Biden used to describe her conversations with her man, a.k.a. Joe Biden. So Jill Biden likes to fext. That is (laughs) fighting while texting. She fights via text with her man, Joe. That way, the Secret Service can't hear. I feel like, come on, let's fix, let's fix, let's go. But my thing is, fexting, who are you fighting with? The teleprompter? (laughs) (laughs) You see this man on so many press conferences, he doesn't even know what he's saying. He loses his train of thought. And, of course, I think that's sad he shouldn't be up there speaking in the first place. But literally, if he can't get his thoughts together trying to read off a teleprompter, who who is she fexting with? Yeah, um, it says here, this is theguardian.com. Fexting like Biden's can make relationships worse, say experts. Ooh, Guardian sh- throwing shade at our president. Quote, arguing by text often raises, uh, often raised as a problem during sessions with counselors and psychologists. If you're the first lady, then having an argument with the U.S. president via text message or fexting, as Jill Biden called it, might keep marital disputes private from the Secret Service. But relationship experts have warned it could make things worse. Biden revealed earlier this week how she and her husband, Joe, discreetly carry on arguments via text message in the White House. But according to relationship experts, arguing by text has become a problem commonly raised in couples counseling in recent years. So they go on to talk about how basically you can't really tell people's meaning via text. So 
if you're trying yeah to, it's know, like a tone it, thing yeah the tone you need to hear the tone right so you'll misunderstand each other and it'll make the argument worse absolutely but that's i mean that's hello that's not new any new news i think anyone who knows that like if you're in an argument over a text like you'd rather say have it in person or over the phone does this man even text though <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't imagine. And the thing is, too, th- this article talks about privacy and safety. So they would rather fight over text than, I guess, any cameras around in the White House or something like that. Well, guess what? Big Brother is around in media and they read your phone. They know what you're. it's saying all the time. Yeah. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm a direct person. I just pick up the phone and call. I, let's talk, I was going to ask talk you, your relationship, what do you do? Well, my new relationship is like friends making new. So in the past, we don't. Let's talk about we the don't past. Ar- we don't argue. Um, <laughs> we, they don't are you love in Loveland. It is honeymoon phase. New relationships, you do. There's no such thing as arguing. Cheers, cheers to that. But um, in no in in the past, no. I like I'm like you know, speak to my face like a man. Like you have an issue, let's talk. Yeah. yeah. Or at least call, you know, and I'll call, you know, anyway. I mean, I just had this issue with my sister. There was something important and controversial. And so I was like, I need to call her and discuss. But she didn't want to. She was like, absolutely not. She's like, click. Nope. Nope. So I was like, okay, I'll literally type out what I was going to say on the phone. My question is, whenever you type it out, are you talking into your phone? Like, hey, I need to tell you this right now, blah, 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 blah. So you have the tone, but it just types out. Or are you literally like with your thumbs, like, answer my freaking calls right now. (laughs) No, I, well, I just, I just typed it out without using voice text. Do you voice text? um, Sometimes I do. Um, Actually, voice text. Interesting. I like the voice text. With you know, with the TV news when I used to do corporate news, I would I would actually sometimes write my script via voice text. I would go to the notes app in the phone and just because sometimes you'd be driving, I'd write the script while driving. I would just like watch the road, but speak the script into the phone. Unsafe and actually, box. and the bosses always say like to t- to make your script more conversational, so that way, you know. In using voice text, it actually naturally comes out more conversational. But isn't it interesting that all TV news people, they have to write a script first and then get it approved by the bosses. But you, you need to sound like you're not reading a script. So be conversational. It's all about deceiving the public. That is the key because although I don't work in sports, I mean, I, work, I don't work in news news. I work in sports news. And we... I mean, we have script stuff. I will say a lot of it these days, we don't use a script. We'll just have like topics that we want to hit and then we just go whenever the camera goes on. I feel like in sports, yeah, you guys are allowed to ad lib more. Mm-hmm. Like with my news, I, you know, I was a hard news. super specific. Like this oh. contract with this player is this many years long. He has opt outs, blah, 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 blah. So it's like you want to get those facts correct. Right. Yeah. It's just so interesting that in my line of work being an a block reporter which meant it was always like a big hard-hitting story every day um it was zero ad lib like just do exactly what the script says so whatever the corporate boss approved is all that i could say so doing these youtubes is like the first time in my life that i'm actually ad libbing i'm like oh i i can I'm safe to be myself. Like TV, TV news people are programmed to be little robots. It's so sad. 100%. And they're, like, they're like terrified to just speak their mind. So, um, yeah, even they, they would, tro- they would corporate news training was all about make it sound like you're just ad living, but you are reading what the corporation wants you to say. Oh, and also throw in some questions, have the anchor throw a question at the reporter at the end. But it's all script. The question is scripted. The answer is scripted at the end. The back and forth at the end where you think it's natural, totally scripted. And I'm just so glad to be out of it. (laughs) They want you to have something to say. They want you to have something to say. But uh, they want 
they're like, it'll engage the viewers more if it sounds like a more natural conversation. Yeah, because viewers are looking for people who keep it real. So how about you throw out the script completely and just keep it real? Facts on the ground. Yeah. Do you, have you ever fexed with your former boss at Fox? Um, I think we, I think we did, uh, but we'd mainly just do phone calls. She and I were both very direct people. I think a good news person is a direct person. And so we would, if we had an issue, we would call each other. And therefore my boss and I had a fantastic relationship, which is why it was so out of left field when she started to like unjustly come out my throat for covering inconvenient facts. Because they were coming down her throat. Exactly. Her puppet strings were being pulled by New York, which uh, later on a, another Fox executive corroborated that told me that. He was like, I sit in on these meetings and I watch the bosses in New York tell her to punish certain employees. And, you know, she mm. fights for you, Ivory, behind the scenes. You know, she was trying to get her bosses back down. Anyway, it's just like so sickening. Oh, <laughs> it is. It is. It's ridiculous. I actually came across, it was just almost exactly a year ago where I came across the recordings. I was, I used, I was recording all my important phone calls back then. And after one call, I forgot to hit pause. I was hanging out with the project Veritas undercover journalist at the time. And, and it had just hit me how Fox was in New York, pulling the puppet strings of the bosses across the nation and that they were suppressing key medicines, medicines which, when used in certain hospitals, reduce the death rate by up to um, one quarter. So basically, death rate is four times higher at hospitals that don't use the medicine. So it was clear, blood seems to be on the hands of these bosses and the puppet strings. Anyway, it had all hit me at the end of this phone call. And I sat with the undercover journalist and I just like, she's like, I feel like crying. I was like, girl, I've been crying off, off and on. And then I just started crying again. And I was just like, this is just so freaking horrifying. It's backwards. And I was like, I knew, I was like, I knew my boss was a good person. My boss, Susan, she's fighting for me and the truth behind the scenes. But end of the day, she had to to keep her job, she had to do what they say and unjustly report, uh, unjustly attack a reporter who reported the facts on the ground. So mm. I, I was just like, I was like, it's a lose lose for her because if she stands up for me, she loses her job. If she doesn't stand up for me, then she's falling to the corruption or whatever. But I was just like, that's the difference between me and her is I don't see it as a lose lose to just walk away from the corruption. And look what we have now. Exactly. But the horrifying thing looking back a year ago is that those bosses in New York are still in power, mm -hmm. pulling the strings of the corporate news employees across the nation. So. <sighs> it goes back to what we said, propaganda, what they're pumping you with and going to your experience in the newsroom of having everything scripted out to say to make sure nobody slips up. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at this as an outsider and say, whoa, let me take a step back. And it just makes you want to have your own common sense, right? Like you don't mm -hmm. have to follow what everything is saying right now. Exactly. And sorry, go ahead. Well, let's look at some comments, you guys. Um, FYF sports debates. I remember you guys, you guys were shouting me out when I first called out Fox. Uh, thank you for the super chat. Uh, it says, Thank you for exposing these details. Much respect. Discovered your videos and social last year. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Um, I can't remember if you had me on or you just shouted me out indirectly, but you were covering my story. Um, and the fact that Fox wasn't going to educate black people about Bitcoin. That, that was one of the issues. Um, and it was like, why that sounds very racist to me because black people don't care about their finances so that was just one of the pile of issues um with fox um thanks for thanks for the shout out fyf sports debate let's see i saw a couple i saw a couple of super chats come through i, I gotta shout out all the super chats thanks uh thanks dc for the super chat 
I see you sent a sticker, but my live stream app is not letting me see what sticker it was. Ah, I wish I could see it. Um, for some reason. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Where can viewers see your stuff? Uh, I mean, you can follow me on social media. I'm really active on Instagram. Oh, and yeah, let Twitter. me. I'm going to put your Instagram link down in the description. I forgot to do that before the show. We'll do it after the show. Let's do but it. Just uh, search Lauren Leal on Instagram. Lauren, um, double underscore Leal. That's me. Instagram and Twitter. I'm on Facebook, too. I have my own page. Uh, the only thing that I really put on there, though, is a podcast that I do that's sports, which Ooh. big news. Now we have a radio show in Palm Springs on the Girl. West Coast. So if you, nice. um, you know, if you tune in there, it is on tune in and it's called oh, Sports nice. the Balls. Sports uh, with Balls. Sports the Balls. Look up the uh, podcast. Myself and Jeff Michael, we talk about the latest sports headlines all over the country. So, of course, we, we dove deep into LeBron James yesterday. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything that's happening in sports, we are talking about it. Yoron Alvarez got his new contract extension today. If you're an Astros fan, you're happy with that six years. He is going to be here in Houston. Anyways, Mm. you can find me on social channels. And then if you're in Houston, KPRC channel two Sunday nights, I'm on Texas sports nation with Jerome Solomon. Um, Saturdays I'm on Houston sports show on CW 39 and she does it all you guys <laughs> i'm just literally like and i see my friend ivory on tree thongs sometimes yeah <laughs> thank yes. you for having me i know you gotta come back it's so it's so good so it's refreshing to talk about the truth i know yeah you don't you don't really talk about the news but i, I get mm-hmm. her to open up about the news otherwise she sticks to sports yeah so that's so cool that you're live or your show airs in palm springs i was supposed to be in palm springs right now why uh, aren't let you there? Well, well, you know, also were supposed to be in Florida this weekend. <laughs> okay, so here's the actual story of what happened. So I was invited. You guys know um, I fill in on Next News Network uh, YouTube channel. You guys probably see me do news over there. Well, Gary Franchi, my friend who runs Next News Network, he's celebrating the 10th anniversary of his YouTube channel oh. in Palm Springs at the AmpFest festival out there. It's called The festival is called Ampfest West Palm Springs. And he texted me and said, Hey, Ivory, come out and help celebrate. Come to Ampfest West Palm Springs. I read West Palm Beach and booked a flight to Florida <laughs> oh instead of California. Gosh. <laughs> instead of California. So it's like was- a text from Ivory, you guys, because she asked me to be on this week. And um, I was like, Absolutely. And you're like, No, I'm actually going to Florida. Well, then this week comes around. She goes, oh, I canceled my trip to Florida. Are you still available to come? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. I'll be coming, you know, from CW. That's why. That's why. I was going to the wrong coast. I, I get those mixed up all the time because you, you got Palm in the name, right? Yeah. West and Palm, it was, Palm Springs. So it was Ampfest West because it's on the West, West coast, coast. But it's Ampfest West Palm. And I just, I read West the Palm. West Palm, which is Florida. So I, that's when I realized, dude, I have been traveling too much. My brain is frazzled. I can't even tell these different cities apart. Didn't you just get back from somewhere too? <laughs> yeah, I, I went to uh, where did I, my uh, I went to Wisconsin for my sister's uh, engagement party. Mm. So everyone's getting married this year. There's so much travel. So there's work and and, and more weddings. And kombucha. And so I was just like, dude, let me take a chill pill. I'm gonna do a staycation. So oh. I just canceled everything and I'm staying put and absolutely threw threw my money away on those tickets, unfortunately. Yeah, Did we're you get not a refund. Yeah, the, the airlines are not as nice anymore. Or um, like a change in flight, like Yeah, during during the pandemic, you could really move your flights around, but um for this particular flight, they they didn't let me do that. So mm-hmm. I just had to waste my money. I think if I had canceled further out. But I didn't realize until like within a week, yeah, um, that I was going to the wrong coast, so I didn't get my money back. Well, you and I both travel a lot. I say we travel somewhere and do one of these somewhere on location. Let's do that. Maybe we do a man on the street. Oh my gosh! Yeah, let's do all of that. That would be so fun. I think it'd be a blast. Where should Uh, we go, guys? Tell us where you want, uh, where in the world you want us to take truth bombs. 
We got another super chat. Thank you, DC. He said, Ivory, opinion on Ministry of Truth. What happened? So the Ministry of Truth is the disinformation board uh, that was created by the Department of Homeland Security uh, Director Alejandro Mayorkas under the Biden administration. And what happened was they got so much backlash from the public and, and the media, mainly just right-wing media, that they dissolved the whole thing. So the Ministry of Truth, a.k.a. the Disinformation Board, is done with, but that was just a formality to begin with. The Disinformation Board was a form formalized name for what was already happening with DHS. DHS has been putting out creepy bulletins this entire pandemic saying that they are watching for domestic terrorists and the key, and, and they list the key things that make you a domestic terrorist. If you have thoughts about the election in 2020 that contradict the narrative and you're upset about those, those thoughts you're thinking, then you may be plotting a terror attack and we're gonna start watching you closely. The more you talk angrily about that election, the more we're going to track you because we think that you're a terrorist. Okay. That's one of them. And then the other thing is in regards to the pandemic, if you have angry thoughts about the fact that we locked you in your house and shut down your business because of the pandemic, then you're probably a terrorist who's going to blow something up. So we're going to start tracking you. So DHS has been, and, and they call these, these thoughts you're thinking that you're, they're, you're writing out like, Oh, this stupid, you, you put an L in the word pandemic. Ooh, we got to watch you. They put an, you put an L in the word pandemic. That is concerning. So that's disinformation. If you think thoughts and write them out on social media that contradict the narrative, DHS has been calling it disinformation this whole time in its bulletins and lumping you in as a potential domestic terrorist. And that's why everybody hates who just bought Twitter because it allows them to say whatever they want to say without being, um, without getting tweets taken down. Yeah. Well, I guess Elon doesn't, speech. he, he doesn't own Twitter yet, I guess, because here's the thing. The pillow guy got really excited about that pillow. Dude was like, I'm going to be back on Twitter and he creates a new account and he's the top guy. He's been talking about the election. One of, one of the top guys talking about the corruption so within like My hours God. or minutes, he gets taken off. When was that? Um, this was just as soon as um, Elon Musk announced he was buying Twitter, like pillow guy jumped right on there, created his account, and then it, he was zapped right away. So Twitter is still censoring him. Um, hopefully he won't be censored once Elon Musk takes full control of Twitter. You guys, I did a previous YouTube about Elon Musk. He said some really weird things in the past. So I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Well, people who talk about, well, we're going to have to put everyone on universal basic income. That's a red flag to me. Is he really for the people? Because I don't think most people dream of being on universal basic income. Well, that's what I think. Like everyone already puts Elon Musk in this boss box, right? Because everybody in, is in a box these days. You're either right or you're left. Like no one's like in the middle or has varying thoughts on both sides. And so once he bought them, they the, like going back to this ministry of truth, being able to have free of speech, well, the left doesn't like that. The rights do like it. So then we're going to put him in this box with the right. But you don't know his other thought process and his ideas of what you just said that he stated. He did. The other day he did say, well, I guess I'm going to vote Republican now. I used to vote Democrat. So maybe maybe he's just changed his whole worldview altogether and doesn't believe in the communism that would be universal basic income anymore. See, and like, that's, that's true too. Like you can change your opinion, yeah. but as far as like, you know, just because like, yes, we, people like the freedom of speech doesn't mean that they're fully like one way or the other. I don't know. True. If you, if you should free completely speech. lean on that person's opinions, just because you like one thing that they said. Free speech used to be a huge talking point of the left. Now the left isn't about it, and the right has adopted it as its little baby. Matt so, Lauer, right? Matt Lauer? Well, Matt Lauer, yes. Matt Lauer. Did you see his video about it? Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. It's called. 
the, the dude who had the button in his Ryan office Hood. to like uh, uh, to, uh, to molest girls or what was the story at NBC? It's you really need to watch his video. It's called Ride the Pride, and um, it's really good. I mean, it hits right now because it is the beginning of June. So mm. yeah, and it's he, about free speech. He literally, it's a lot about free speech. He was like, literally, this is what like the left is known for, and I'm. He's like, I'm a I'm a Democrat myself, and now they're trying to take that away. It's not us that have changed it is them that have changed and he said it on this video and then he went on to say like you know why is trans so big on the west coast but then you go to other states and it's not well Mm. it's probably because it's being talked about more so like he he went really deep it's like a nine ten minute clip you should go check it out on youtube i'll send it to you it's good it's funny it's funny well, everybody, this has been a full hour already. It's been so much fun wow. hanging out with you guys. And um, thanks for chiming in in the conversation. And we will be back probably with more Truth Bombs next Friday. See you then. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for having me.